0: uh welcome pathfinders this is our after party episode uh 14. holy crap Whoa. we're already at 14 that's awesome we're a um girl. so this is uh, for episodes 40 through 42 the answer to everything also true. <laughs> i don't know if the episode actually answers everything but i it, can't it pass up a hitchhiker's doesn't. Guide Go, joke i mean, i just can't so, so quick long. recap uh so episode 40 that's when we fought ekram and the cultists, and oh, they—we yes. found out about their fun tattoos that make them go boom. Kaboom! Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> that's true. It's I actually kinda... really, I like that element to it. Yeah. there was a whole lot of, and it's a good excuse for it gets around the classic. Then we speak with dead and learn all the answers, and it is a little bit of a a kick to the cleric. That's like, okay, well, I'm just going to start speaking with dead to these people. But
2: or if it, you're the kind that's like, we take no prisoners. We're just going to, you know, make sure everybody's dead, and then we'll figure out what happened.
0: Am yeah. I the only one that just thought of Kingsman and how everybody's head exploded?
2: No I didn't think of that but now I am so
1: thanks for that. <laughs>
0: yeah, but It wasn't just their heads it was their whole Yeah, body. it was their whole body Nakes. but well, it they just exploded fire into
1: fire snakes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Actually oh. damaging the people around them and then setting off a chain reaction because they killed one of the people next to them with the fire snakes. Yeah. That yeah. Also that, that was very much snakes. like
2: the Kingsmen where like all of a sudden it just starts like everybody's head starts popping off like fireworks and stuff. And
3: that's Pretty why much. you don't play with fireworks. Yep.
1: In your head. I always like elements like that where uh you have a secret society that exists in the world. Of course, they would find a means by what's to remain a secret society. Yeah. There's something other than just like, if any of us fall, stop and chop their heads off before you run away. <laughs> yeah. So I I appreciate how it, it plays the villains as being intelligent.
0: Yeah, because a lot of times you fall to that trope of, oh, they're like super dumb. <laughs> like they just like... left
1: their journal lying around unencrypted so that I
2: can <laughs> sit and read of their entire master plan. Well, they, they well, did leave a notebook. <laughs> I
0: mean, a <laughs> because little we, bit. We did leave... Li- Learn who the forgotten pharaoh's name uh, or what his name is, Hakatep, the, the yeah. Sky Pharaoh. Indeed. Yep, and Anuress
3: knows something about that, but and he's, is not not sharing I mean,
0: not he's not talking. I mean, unsurprisingly, I know nothing. That's Lies. Lies.
2: Uh, that was the worst bluff roll
0: ever. <laughs> that was like not that one, one right there. That one
2: for sure.
3: <laughs> so what are she our theories? says as she
1: looks shiftily around?
3: <laughs> so my theory is that
0: Anuress is somehow related to that person. I think so. I, I had a theory that he was the Sky yeah. Pharaoh, but I think that's too far. I think that's a little much. Yeah.
1: Well, what do you know?
0: He could
3: have been um, the pharaoh that hid the stuff from the Ooh, pharaoh. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that could be it. Who I keep wanting to say Jatembe, but that is wrong. Dejarda <laughs> that <laughs> that no the second. Jajarit the,
1: the second <laughs> the he, is he was the son of Jaderdit. Yeah.
3: So Jadarda the second, that's what my money's on for Onurus. Okay. I don't know why he's calling himself onurus though. But what do I know about history? Pharaoh my character
2: knows very may, Maybe that was his like, pre Pharaoh name. because yeah, yeah. Didn't they change their names when they became Pharaoh?
1: Yes, you have yeah. a pharaonic yeah. name, which is separate from your original one. Most yeah, of the so pharaonic like, names are uh, directly related to deities. So if you have something like Hekara, then it's the Ka is actually still in reference to Ka. So it's something like the Blessed Spirit of Ra. Ah. So like, their names are almost more, it's not necessarily a pharaonic name so much as like an honor fix.
3: Makes sense. So that's that my sense. money. That's where my money's at. Okay.
1: Another thing happened during the fight with Ekram, which I don't think it got, it didn't get a lot of attention right there. I'm interested to see if it's going to get a little bit more played later on. I've been accused on occasion of picking a little bit too much fun at Citra, who does feel bad for killing Thelriana yeah. or letting her bleed out. But no, on yours killed a dude.
4: Did I? Wait. Oh. Well, oh. yours killed
1: Ekram in that battle. Oh You, you dropped him down, he bled out and then exploded. Yeah, but uh. the rest
4: of the fight was still going on. I didn't have time to stop and stabilize him in the middle of the fight. It's the
0: nope. same thing that happened with Eliana, though, it's and I still thing. took that yeah. death,
4: so ha <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> It's hilarious that the two People that give me the most crap as Segura, they give Segura the most crap, are the ones that have actually killed someone, and Segura ambiguously yes. has not.
4: Yes, the... but Segura always wants to start a fight and doesn't want to talk about it. Oh, Segura loves fights. And on yours try to like talk it out
0: first. Citra will stab you and then put pressure on the wound.
4: Yeah, and I mean anytime <laughs> we've had somebody down after a fight that he's been able to on yours has tried to stabilize them. Like he would have stabilized Velriana, she just bled out before he had a chance to, because Segura was on the ground. Yep, Segura was on the and ground. And wasn't um wasn't Bower- K- Kelru bleeding out too, so of course yeah. he's going to pick Kelru before Valeriana. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: because we had a 50-50 shot on who we picked, and we picked Kelru, so we Kel- we're like, yeah, Valeriana. He
4: was
3: probably more reasonable.
1: So I mean, on
4: your sort of stabilized gang dude whose name I don't remember.
1: Ekram. Ekram. there you go. just killed the man.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a Heather thing I'm really bad with names, which is part of the reason I'm, I'm glad to keep the timeline, because they're written down, and I can look at them when I need to.
1: Oh, yours like, I don't remember that peasant.
4: I not know <laughs> how that is at all. Anuarius would remember the man's name. That's just like I said. That's a I, that's a Heather problem in real life too.
1: So hey, maybe it'll be a bonding thing over. I mean, uh, Anuarius probably etc. feels
4: a little bad about it, but he's also one of those crazy cultists. <laughs> eh, you know. So I mean, he probably feels bad because hey, that was like not a monster, but also on the same. S- side of it he was probably gonna die anyway
1: so well, maybe it'll make an interesting opportunity for uh, on and citra to bond over like self-help stuff gotta, talking go about to church their feelings
0: candles yeah
1: or they could talk about their feelings oh, or uh, Citra's make Rachel, fine
0: with that <laughs> make well, Rachel
1: happy and finally talk about their backstories <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: I mean, we will eventually. It's inevitable, but... Curse you pacing of... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it is.
1: Like, In-game world, I expect to be through all six books in one month. Probably. Wow. <laughs> at the pace of really like
4: very possible.
3: We do never sleep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's also like every book is like three or four days. Enjoy
1: regaining days. your spells on yours. You only get to do it 30 times. <laughs> oh right. Uh,
0: all right, well, then moving on. Uh, episode 41 is uh, where we got to meet your old boss. Yeah, uh, the yeah I don't
2: like that guy. Screw He's a weird him. None um, of us really like him.
0: I love the bejesus out of That I means Sagira hates him, but. Yeah. As a player, I love him. He's hilarious. Yeah. I actually do enjoy him as a character, yeah. but Citra's like squinty eyes at him because sure. she's very suspicious. I
2: mean, he can't be trusted. He's a criminal. Yeah, so yeah he's so. there's oh. that.
3: He's like oh, <laughs> also, mafioso. Also,
0: that was the episode where you and I got stalked. Oh, yeah. Um, you got a, a creepy love note, and I got... And by um,
1: you and I, she means...
0: Citra and Sudi. Yes. So, oh, yeah. You're, you're you know, pointing people, at... People, at you. Yeah, people can't see me pointing. Well, I was hoping he would say something, oh, and well, he no, just stood sorry, there just and just stared at me.
2: Because I that moment where i was like what are you talking about he
0: got his riddle
4: note <laughs> that we yeah. haven't really
0: been yeah, able Sudi to do got anything a love with note. Uh, yeah. uh, got his so love creepy, note. i don't know if that's a love it's note. so creepy it, that's why I said creepy love note, because I'm not sure yeah. if it's actually a love note, if it's weird. Maybe it's a love note and from then, Valentine, uh, <laughs> uh And then Citra found salt. Yeah, yeah. Natron. Natron. I yeah. found Natron in my room.
4: And a k- creepy shadowy figure. Yeah. Which is weird.
0: I don't know if we were stalked by the same person. Uh, exactly, I right? think like... Sudi's stalker is Sphinx, because it's very little <gasps> like.
1: Is it a, like... Is it another Is it, cat folk? Well, Is it, she yelling at your window at night? No. <laughs> she could have just caterwauled and had
0: <laughs> You have a girlfriend.
2: No, I definitely have a girlfriend. No, I'm, I'm just really curious because it's like, I assume there was still guards and stuff. So like yeah. somebody had to go up for the temple of Be- uh, Bastet, had to go through the rope ladder up, past whatever guard they have there, sneak into my room and like drop the letter. And I'm just like, are you a ghost?
0: Unless they could fly. Or
2: a
4: really sneaky monk. Or can cast invisibility.
1: Or one of the other ladies at the temple. Uh (gasps)
0: Oh. Maybe they watch you this some whole drama time. Going on. Um,
2: I, I, sorry, Su- City Su- Su- uh, won't do well in a love triangle because that's just that, too like too socially awkward. He barely knows how to talk to like one girl, like let, is, let alone two girls catfighting over him.
3: That is not a yeah. love note. That is a creepy stalker riddle. Oh no, it yeah, was, it was. It was, it was, creepy. It was very creepy. Yeah, yeah. That is it was super not creepy. how you
1: woo a beau. <laughs> She has a giant pile of his brushed-off fur that Yay! she just sleeps on like a pillow. That she
3: made a doll, a <laughs> little <laughs> cat doll. Uh, she, she's
2: like Helga Pataki with her, uh, Uncool. her little shrine. Uncool. to Uncool.
3: What oh, a man. weird Hey Arnold reference. I yeah, like that reference. show a lot. Also, yeah. I
2: loved that show.
0: I never watched that show. What? What? Oh, I so didn't good. have cable growing up. As far as the person that stuck into your window, I think it's like... I kind of thought it might have been my brother. Yeah. Some kind of
1: undead. Yeah, as as far as Citra and Onyurus know, and of course you guys, Jordan and Jessica know, but Sagira and Sudi don't know about. There's a lot of things people know, like one person knows or two people know, and that <laughs> the other half of the party doesn't know.
0: The downside to splitting when we everyone <laughs> This is, this is
2: uh, why I don't listen to yeah, uh, our split episodes. I don't is Exactly either. that reason. Well, yeah. so, Collapse myth. Maybe
1: it was your brother. Or it's from like ashes.
3: You know, one of the cultists who was checking in on you, or like something. That because that's what my sword's made out of. Sagira's so sword's made out of that Natron
0: nitron,
1: yeah. That's actually interesting. Yeah, but interesting yours
4: don't... Lea- your sword doesn't leave little Nitron puddles. We would have noticed those in the fight. Well, no, but... But
1: there, there was Natron all over the floor in the warehouse when yeah, you were in there, so... Because
4: that's where they make the mummies. Well, no, I,
1: I, I think what she was saying <laughs> is that... The idea that one of the cultists was there and still had natron on his yeah. clothing, so when he fled so quickly, he left some a behind.
3: Could've been. Okay. I mean, it can also be an undead, some
4: sort of un- intelligent undead. That yeah, there would have to be something corporeal to leave a physical trace behind, though. It's true. Yeah, because yeah.
1: that wasn't like ectoplasm or anything. Well, yet. not uh, not entirely, because ghosts can leave some sort of imprint of things. Like, leaving behind Natron would be a little bit weird. Yeah, that doesn't- But like, handprints on windows- Yeah, but I am saying it left
4: behind things. Natron that was identifiable as Natron, so it's gotta be something corporeal. This,
1: the ghost left behind that after flying over and giving Sudi a love note. You Maybe the ghost is. is desperately in love with Sudi and then thinks that Citra is a threat. <gasps>
0: anyway. I don't think they're the same person. I don't I think they're the same person. I, I, I was going to say,
2: this is some like some, like some messed up like Gandhari level stuff. Because I'm like, you could just talk to me and I could tell you that is definitely not a thing. <laughs> <Mom>. <laughs> you need to be afraid of this girl over here you know, pointing over to his girlfriend. <laughs> his actual girlfriend.
3: Oh, okay. I was like, Segura's not dating you.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I was just meaning like uh, Dries. So. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs>
0: But that was episode 41. And then episode 42 is when we went and met with Septi uh, to help the locals in hope of entering the dead city again, like getting permission from. <laughs> Who's yes like sticking
3: neutral, horrible things.
0: Yeah, the, the weird dog yeah. things. Um, so we ended up stopping a riot that was starting at the Hall of the Blessed Rebirth. Oh, yeah, uh, and we saved your, your daddy, wow. the Sagira. We
2: met your daddy.
0: He's not really mine. Well, I met him already. My daddy. Well, so much okay, you're like
2: stepdad, like, I guess.
4: He's he's yeah. your... Kind
0: of, yeah. Well, it wasn't.
4: it's just like a few days ago you found out he wasn't your dad. No, I knew he wasn't my
3: dad for a while, but he, he raised me until I ran away. Well, so. Sagira, until she ran away. Yeah.
1: And had to deal with, not necessarily confront her father yeah. so much as, you know, see her father with an awkward bomb? situation with her mom being
3: Yeah, this has been a rough week undead. for Sagira. Yeah. And she doesn't handle emotions well. I mean, it's essentially... She finds out her mom died. She pre- pretends she doesn't have emotions. And then she finds out that her mom is back from the dead and her the guy that raised her, not her birth father, is stealing her body while she's still an undead. And she just doesn't handle emotions. She, she thought these people were dead to her and she had ne- she had not thought about them in a long time. And then suddenly, not only are they back in her life, but they're part of this insane undead uprising and she's Possibly, just yeah. not sure what to do with that.
1: There was an interesting moment there where everyone was just, you know, Sagaria, you probably don't want to see your zombie parent, so maybe you go and stand over there for a little bit.
3: <laughs> yeah, she was just like, she essentially left home and lived on the street and joined a gang, so it's not like she hasn't had emotional trauma before, but she also, I think, thinks she's a lot tougher than she might actually be, because she thought that she would be 100% okay with
1: that. She has the emotional toughness feet
3: yeah well she thinks she does it's not a real feat though nobody told her
1: (laughs) it's sadly not an actual feat. feat
3: yeah and so she just doesn't even know in general she just wants to hit things when she is when she is feeling feelings that make her uncomfortable yeah She certainly doesn't talk about them or work them out in a healthy way. I mean, she's an 18-year-old who has never been able to do that very well.
1: You're rolling right in at the end of that episode into a fight with uh, some crazy psychopomps. So we'll see how that turns out for everybody.
3: She will be happy
0: to punch them right in the face. (laughs) Oh, an outlet for my rage. Great. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, let's go ahead and move on to the emails that we got. We got some fun ones this week. Our first oh, one right. is from John from Alaska. Are we still putting them in new places? Ew, yeah. 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 Alaska. He's got to be from the land of the kings. I mean, okay. I went,
1: I went Bravoy.
0: Yeah. Ooh, I like Bravoy. Okay. Bravoy okay. is cool, like, like
1: Bravoy never gets any attention. John,
0: okay. you are now from Bravoy. I'm gonna say Bravoy and get my like Germanic going on there. Get too Germanic
1: going on. Better. Yeah, maybe he's one of the Aldoria uh, sword swords. Uh,
0: from Bravoy, aka Alaska. <laughs> hello doorkeepers i'm loving your guys podcast so far i've been enjoying listening to your guys role playing and shamelessly stealing home rules you guys use like your medkit idea i think that's just hey. such a clever way to handle the hundreds of bottled cleric players pick up over the course of an ap my question is for all of you for rick please consider this for falto huh. if your characters had to choose a theme song what do you think they would pick uh-oh I know this answer already. I have a whole
4: playlist on Um, Spotify for Segura. I I just have to look up the
0: title. I I, I, to finish up uh his email real quick. It says, "P.S. Thanks for mentioning the Hideous Laughter podcast. I gave them a listen and I'm binging their show about as voraciously as I binged yours. Thanks so much, John. You're awesome. And uh, why don't we start with Heather? What would a theme song be for Onuris? Uh, I, it has to be serious and broody. Well, it's a song <laughs> called Tear
4: Down the Wall by Art of Dying. Uh, when I write a backstory for my characters, I have a theme song for them usually picked out, and usually I pick the lyrics I like the best and put them the top of the backstory, and then the backstory is underneath it in the document. Rick knows this. I've been doing this for years. So... so mm. That's
1: pretty broody.
0: That, that, is, that, that is sufficiently is broody. broody. <laughs> I, I approve. Very nice.
1: If... If I were going to give one to Falto, this is something everyone's actually heard. No fits other Hey, uh. it's,
4: a, it's an alternative <laughs> rock song. I found it on the radio. It's not like it's some sort of mystical thing I just <laughs> searched just for. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably go for Counting Stars oh, from... Hmm. Uh, Uh, One Republic. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of upbeat, and it's a little bit about like changing the direction of your life and being less concerned with the material and more concerned with living your life to the fullest. I upbeat and catch you, and that really falls into a bit more of what Falto is. Yeah. He's he's a little naive, but he he has a good heart. Yeah. (laughs) So that's where I'd go.
3: That's pretty good. Uh, Well, first of all, I have a playlist on Spotify called Sagira that's (laughs) public. So if you want to listen to all the songs, I have like seven on there.
1: What? Uh
3: huh. But my the first one that I think works, the best one that I think works for her is uh, an L. King song called "Last Damn Night." I feel it's a nice cat illusion. Yeah, cat allusion. Yeah. I cat That's yeah. A nice one. and like there she does have like that very like, well, I might die tomorrow.
1: It's also being good is too hard.
3: Being too yeah. <laughs> hard. I might as well just live life to the fullest, and you know, if I don't go to heaven, fine. <laughs>
1: So
2: moving on to me, confession time, guys. I'm really bad at this stuff. Like, if you ever noticed, I'm not really good at casting people, and I'm really not good at like music, uh, because I don't really have a good music repertoire. um, Because I mostly listen to it for the beat, not for lyrics. So I can't just like pull lyrics out of the top of my head. Um, So I might ask for some help from. I'm gonna uh, phone a friend. (laughs) I'm gonna
3: recommend from the Spider Verse soundtrack, "Scared of the Dark." By the dumbest amount of people, but that song <laughs> is all about like doing things even if they scare you. It's I'm, kind a, of I'm gonna go. With, or, yeah, I like
1: that. I like or that. we can leave it to the subreddit. Ah uh, yes. Oh okay, uh, yes. If we want to leave point. it to the subreddit I'm to gonna, get an I'm idea. I'm gonna pitch it
2: to the subreddit,
1: guys.
0: What people... do you think
2: Suti's uh, theme song should be? Rachel.
0: See, I you? I actually had a hard time with this. Um, the first song that popped in my head was uh, Fireflies hmm. by. Um, Owl City, just because it was kind of upbeat. And I was like, it just fit Citra's personality. Yeah. Like, the lyrics don't really mean I, anything. I also now. appreciate
2: Owl City, local to uh, Dallas. He's yeah. From, he's from Denton.
0: I freaking love that song. Anytime it comes on the radio or <laughs> anything, I'm just like, yeah, and i bob my head to it because I love it. I'm a huge Blue October fan, and I was trying to like go through some of their songs because I was like, there's got to be one that fits Citra. Blue
3: October songs?
0: Yeah. What about... Inner glow. That, that was actually the one I was about ah, to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, inner glow, which is just, I just love that song. I think it fits her.
3: <laughs> yeah, find the lyrics are good.
0: Yeah, but inner inner glow, I think, just kind of fits. She's like, it doesn't matter what hits me. I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna do it. It's gonna be awesome.
1: So yeah, John, thank you so much for the uh, the interesting question yeah. and uh, uh, like an, an intriguing look at both our characters and us as players and our esoteric music. lore of music.
2: Or lack thereof, in my case. <laughs>
1: Sorry, <laughs> I'm in the so. DM seat, so I have to describe everything as like esoteric lore. Oh, <laughs> is, I, was, I, was <laughs> gonna, I was gonna say: you got to make it all fantasy themed.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and move on to our second email from Josh, who sent us our dice. Yes, thank uh, you. From Josh. Oh, Hollywood, that. California. Hey, it have hasn't
1: we, killed anyone yet.
3: Hey, have, actually, worked pretty well. For, not
2: for <laughs> lack of trying, although my dice look is just like it. Oh. It, it supersedes. Did all we already? Dice.
0: Unfortunate. Did we already place him?
1: No, this is actually nice. the first time we've read an okay. email from Josh. Oh, yeah.
0: okay. California.
1: Poly- Hollywood.
3: Yeah. Ooh, somewhere with lots of famous people.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like Absalom, maybe? No, Absalom.
1: I was thinking like chiliacs, you,
4: like you know, those.
1: I have an idea for this, and it may be a little negative, but I think West Crown... Oh, I which like Which is West the capital Crown. of the, the Chalaxian murder plays and operas. Uh, which, I think that's
0: what you're thinking. I
1: mean, Hollywood's a little backstabbing, but this would be literal backstabbing.
3: Yeah. yeah okay. You know what? That's pretty fun. So, also, you know. Also, West
1: Crown's kind of a cool place. Yeah, pick you up your adventuring
3: hat because you got some stuff to figure out. Yes. Yeah. So,
1: I think Josh can handle it. He has Jordan's dice. He does, Jordan.
2: have, <laughs> he does have my dice. So, and good never
1: luck, done Josh. Me Gosh, yeah,
3: good luck.
0: <laughs> so, Josh, you are officially from West Crown now. Yeah. And he said, Greetings, Pathfinders. Wanted to start off by sending holiday greetings and thanking you for all the hours of entertainment, excitement, and suspense you have put us put, uh, put us through. Put <laughs> us
3: through. <laughs> oh my god!
1: You have inflicted <laughs> on the <laughs> world. <laughs> it's so hard to read
0: things. I hate this. Okay. Aren't you like a teacher? I it that means I can still <laughs> screw up. Wanted to start off by sending holiday greetings and thanking you for all the hours of entertainment, excitement, and suspense you have put out into the world. Seeing FTP episodes pop up in my podcast app makes my dull commute bearable. Aw. You're welcome. <laughs> I had a question for the gang. I was wondering, now that you have almost two full days duration of the podcast out into the world, has anything changed in your approach playing a session for the show versus your non-aired gaming sessions? That's his first question. We're to we'll pause there and answer that one first. Sure. I
1: mean, the microphones in front of our face is the obvious one. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We snack at our normal games, but oh, we're yeah. not going to inflict that on all of you to hear the crunch, crunch, That's crunch snacks. of potato chips in your yeah, ears while Yeah, we, the game doesn't get interrupted <laughs> by pizza delivery or anything yeah. like
2: that, although we also tend to record some Somewhat earlier in the mornings
1: how about everyone throws out one thing that they note that is different
4: focused <laughs> so much more focused focused
1: from heather um <laughs> don't have to stop talking because a plane flies by yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's we're true. more
3: aware of the ambiance yeah we cuss a thousand times more we are yeah, yeah. non-recorded um, games and
2: and for me generally my I, I do voices but i don't really think about but when it's being recorded i'm like Man, I really need to get like the best voice I can. I'm a lot more cognizant if my accent is not perfect for Sudi.
3: You don't want to do an annoying voice either. Uh,
2: yeah, also yeah. I, I I usually do... That's more annoying Um oh my God, and people hot. just like everybody just yeah. I was gonna say that <laughs> I the, the party hates that, and it's really bad when it's in your headphones now. <laughs> so I have a, I have a much more uh, appropriate character voice. I, I literally threaten Jordan with violence.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it, it's
2: been like I think three three or four characters now where I've done.
1: You had uh, to tone
0: down all of your little weird fake characters, gnomes <laughs> and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. What about you, Rich?
0: Mine is I I actually tend to roleplay more. Uh, when we're recording than when we're not. Yeah, I don't know why.
1: Rachel's just a quiet person. You're more aware of it. <laughs> yeah. you, Nobody at this ah,
3: table agrees ah. with that statement. I know one. Rachel does a lot less antagonizing and like oh yeah <laughs> taunting that, yeah. i may and, like, or may not be the you're the merc yeah, the, with the mouth the trash all talker. the time
1: you
0: like to trash, the talk. <laughs> the trash talk i was yeah. like i wanted not to all say all of your
3: characters
4: though
1: yeah rachel's character comes out like a wrestling hill and gives a quick trash talk before he <laughs> lays this back not <laughs> all of
4: them our,
3: our Just john you smell all right wrong. that's <laughs> one out of every character that's not that character has been like oh you're a big dragon well, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, with one hit, which isn't always wrong, but like it's a whole thing. Yeah. So like, it's... oh, you're the big boss of this whole thing. Do you smell what the whatever is cooking? You're <laughs> on the rock. I don't know.
1: Do you smell what the rogue is cooking? Ah. Yeah. No, yeah. you do know,
3: because I'm sneaky. I
1: give you the people's dagger.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh my. Uh, I may I or may not be a trash
3: game. talker. <laughs> it's true. It's real funny. It's good times.
0: There's another part to the question. Obviously, I imagine there is a significant difference in the technical preparation, unless you are documenting your other sessions for historical prosperity. We are. Maybe. We Uh, we wish
1: we did. Well, we're not recording them. But there are
0: still copious notes happening in Heather's notebook. That wasn't a question yet, though. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Um, So unless you are documenting your other sessions for historical prosperity and non-recorded episodes might last longer. And there are the family-friendly edits to language made by Ah, Rick. (laughs) So But does your style of gameplay differ? I'm curious if there is an effect on the players slash GM. Do you find yourselves judging character decisions, not just for in-game purposes slash character consistency, but also weighing the knowledge that others are listening in? Rick, have you had moments where you've had to modify a result either from our stalwart band of adventurers or their foes to make a more dramatic story moment? Quote, that blow leaves the monster with one hit point left, but Segura's attack was so cool. Ah, heck, down goes the zombie. Oh, I'm going to answer this one just for the record. Nah. Uh, Unquote. And then, quote, I know Citra would have avoided that tangle bag, but it is just too funny to have her gummed up. End quote. I have to answer this because I'm married to you. And... We've all been game with And every single one of you is going to agree with this. No. no. He no. is the no. rules person. If it is yeah. not how it is supposed to be, if, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. It is a mountain. Intentionally. yeah. And the wind will not push yeah. it. Yeah,
1: I mean, no. a- accidents still happen. No matter
2: how the happen. wind blows. Yeah, accidents so still happen. But move. yeah, I know for a fact that Rick would not hesitate to murder yeah. us. <laughs> uh, or save us based on the dice. So I mean, yeah, it's no. the, the there's dice. Zero percent chance he's fudging the dice.
4: dice or the dice are the dice. Yeah, and that's for all of our games, not just this one. The yeah. dice it's for land everything. where they may, yeah. and that's how things go.
3: Mm-hmm. I will say that, like we play our characters like they're real people. Yeah. in every game, like that's not different. We play the like we make the choices we would make for that character based on that character regardless of if someone's listening. At least in my case, like, mm-hmm. Sagira does what Sagira does because that's what Sagira does. I'm not thinking about, like, well, I want her to look okay so she won't do that thing. Like, i am that's not part of it. We bicker just like we would bicker here. Like, it's mm-hmm. the same kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, on the subject of like adjusting things as well. I love leaving it all up to random chance. And part of the reason, as far as the variety of different games that i played, one of the things that I truly love about Pathfinder is, since there is a rule, since there is a set amount, a quantifiable amount given to any any situation, since there's a set DC given to any rock climbing thing, it removes a game master's bias. It means that no matter how I approach it, even if I loaned Heather 20 bucks and she hasn't paid me back and I'm upset about it, I can't take that out on her because all of you can go, well, no, it's it's specifically this DC for this climb check. I can't just go arbitrarily, you know what? It's 25 now.
4: The fudging <laughs> of the dice or to make things quote unquote more dramatic, that's not fair. Like, oh, the monster is going down way too easy, so I'm going to give it 10 extra hit points, and that results in a character dying, even though the monster should have been dead two rounds ago. That's not fair to the players. And also on the flip side, if he fudges dice for one of us, but then doesn't fudge dice for somebody else, that's also not fair. Yes. It's weird. Yeah. It's
1: There's a delicate yeah. balance for podcasts like this where we are an actual play podcast and we want you all to know that we are actually playing the game. There is an element of theater to it in all of our acting and all of our choosing, like Jordan said, choosing a voice specifically for a podcast instead of a voice that he might have gone with normally. That being said, though, we are much more inclined towards the this is us playing a game, and you're involved in the playing the game than yeah. putting on a theater show where it's just, well, nope, Sudi's too beloved of a character. So even though I just rolled a natural 20 and c- would confirm it with this mummy, I'm going to go, oh, oh, uh, don't worry, Sudi. I only rolled a one to confirm. So it's just a regular hit. No, I'm, I'm going to kill you.
2: Yeah, no, and that that also, like, if you do it for like the <laughs> dramatic reasons and stuff, is. If you do it in for the characters, and you're like, "Oh, they're too beloved, I can't hurt them," then it removes all risk, yeah, yeah. and thus all satisfaction when
1: you actually pull it out. So. Yeah. yeah. That being said, I will make you work for it. But, yeah.
0: But I think overall, the way we play recording is the way we play. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I yeah. I don't trash talk. Purposely picked a character that didn't trash talk quite as much, just because I wanted to do something a little different. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say that. I wouldn't play a trash-talking character in another game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we'll have people write in and go, Trash-talk more, Citra.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, and the thing was is that it's kind of my natural reaction because I grew up playing sports with a bunch of boys, so we did a lot of trash-talking, and so it just kind of became habit. And there's some times where I'm like, Oh, man, I really want Citra to say this, but Citra would not not say that, (laughs) so Mm. I don't. All right, let's move on to the next. Or even production elements. I've noticed in the last few episodes that the reports of XP gained seem to be happening off-air. I'm guessing that was a decision to adjust the narrative flow of the overall story. Personally, I am a numbers nerd and I enjoy listening to the tallies add up, but I am also a theater geek and can appreciate the dramatic timing edits.
1: So on on the editing side of it, I'll say that there are two things that I actually do to adjust the edit for it. Interrupted the narrative flow much as you were saying and it didn't it wasn't necessarily anything adding to the story And so I went ahead and just decided to cut it I'm much like you Josh where I'm all about the numbers and I like kind of get an idea of okay Are they progressing it's like oh wow That was a lot of XP that they got for that or even getting the challenge ratings for the thing that they fought Where it's just one of those wow that was their fifth level and that was a challenge rating seven like that that was rough Not just hearing the combat, but even knowing that it was supposed to be that rough and it wasn't just Jordan rolled poorly. Um, It's always my fault, guys. The other things that I'll do sometimes is I'll edit down. There was a joke someone sent me an email, and it is something that I do. I'll edit down the amount of time that I spend when I'm spouting off treasure because I'll say, okay, you find two plus one rapiers. And then Jordan's like, I'm literally sitting there going,
2: plus one rapier.
1: And so I'll cut out the five seconds where Jordan. So a lot of times it will sound like I'm just lightning fast stating these treasure values and it's no, I'm splicing it up and editing it some so that it comes across as much faster because I want you to know what the party has found. But I also don't want you to have to listen to two minutes of Jordan silently writing off to the side. (laughs) Or or muttering, because I do mutter uh, when I write.
4: Well, and part of
3: that is just being responsive to feedback. We're going to take feedback and... Kind of run with it. And, well, when it makes sense and when it comes from a multitude of people and that sort of thing, you know, we're going to incorporate it to make a better show.
1: I'd like to think, having listened back to our earlier episodes and listen to our most recent ones. We've changed up our equipment, we've changed up our our formatting, we've changed up a lot of things to steadily improve Mm -hmm. with the goal of just eventually being as good as we absolutely can be for all of you.
0: For
3: sure.
1: But especially Josh. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: all for and you, buddy. Our fine folks out in California. We love you guys. Man, Thanks.
3: California loves us. What's and that?
0: end into, uh, into his email, it says, Anyway, again, thank you for all the fun and camaraderie you share with us all. If any, all of you ever find yourself out in my neck of the deep dark woods, please allow me the opportunity to buy you a beverage of your choice or two and express my ad- admiration. I can't say that word today. Oh, my gosh. Admiration. Faithfully yours, Josh Pete. He's in the dark woods. That does sound well, mysterious. It says deep dark woods. Yeah. So, that sounds uh, so mysterious. Uh, I thought, I thought are you he like said in he the, was from
2: Hollywood. Uh, yeah. Is, he, is that near the, the, Red the redwoods? I, I, I think, think it's he's just
3: saying He's just joking. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Now I think he might be a werewolf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I think he might need to be from Ustula? that werewolf place. Yeah, With the, Ustula, the
4: Do we have time nah. to cast of these?
0: Well, uh, let me do one shout out real quick. We have from uh, Sarah from Saragava who wrote in after our last after party because she had some awesome artwork that yes. she posted up for us. And that was Yay. really cool.
1: Yes, on our subreddit, she has posted some amazing artwork. And uh, we'll we greatly beans. appreciate. Oh, be. is she the find the meme
0: person? Hmm. I imagine. She's
1: a good couch. Yeah. Oh, so she's the means. find the meme person. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. Um, it was pretty awesome. So, yeah. So, thank, thank you so you.
1: much, Sarah. Uh, Sarah, we read her uh, email in the last after party. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. I, I use that
3: I can grapple it as my Twitter uh, <laughs> avatar pick now. Yeah. That's yeah her,
2: awesome. her stuff is really good.
3: Yes, it is.
0: Alright, then uh, do we have time to cast one deity I today? Uh, we we got think we time. We
2: gotta yeah, cast um, some deity.
3: Maybe a good one. Come on, good one.
2: Well, dice will tell so, us. Yeah. We roll Maybe it um, will be good.
3: I rolled an 8. Hey, that's not a 17.
1: <laughs> Maybe a we'll cast a good Rachel. deity.
3: That'd be fun.
1: Rachel rolls low for once. Sweet. It's not a critical threat.
0: I roll low. Not.
1: Just not when As it matters. Just often. not in just combat. Not
3: when it matters. It's the opposite of everyone else.
0: No, uh, no. How many traps have you fallen through? Obviously, I roll
1: Only low when, when it matters. Only when traps.
0: That's fair. This must be a trap.
1: Oh, I've been looking forward to this one. Uh-oh. What we got? Listen, I'm
3: excited. I we are going I know. to cast... <laughs>
1: the Master of the First Vault. Ab- <laughs> Abadar, the god of cities, laws, merchants, and wealth. <laughs> 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 oh heathers just has the most uncomfortable face right now i i immediately know because so first off abadar funny, is yeah. again he is the god of cities laws merchants and wealth patient calculating and far-seeing deity who wishes to bring civilization to the frontiers order to the wilds and wealth to all who support the rule of law
3: okay okay okay. Go. abadar is
1: uh, most commonly depicted as a human man with short-copped parted hair, a finely trimmed beard, and wearing plate mail made of something golden and carrying like giant rings of keys.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have two.
1: I already know. I knew, I've known for a long time exactly who I would cast for Avatar. Oh, good so. for you. I, uh, I have an idea for once. So I think Heather's first up in the rotation.
4: I have no idea. You go first. Uh, she's
1: like, I'm not going to do it.
4: No, I am right, thinking. I, think. I have Book no door. idea right now though at all.
1: Oh, oh, there's got nothing. All right. So, I want everyone take a second. Look at a picture of Abador. This guy right here.
3: Okay, I see
1: him. Right, yeah. Jonathan Franks. Whoa. Young Jonathan okay, Franks. Okay, young that's young, not who young he Jonathan like to me. Franks. If I knew
3: who that was, maybe this uh, one. William T. Riker William
1: Riker from, uh, from Star Trek: Next, Next, Generation. Next Generation. God. Perfect. For Abadar, that's, young Jonathan Franks.
0: That's not who he looks like to me.
1: He looks exactly oh, like Oh, no, Jonathan. he looks shockingly like William him. William T. Riker. Dang it. John. No. Dang it. Also, also, again, Abadar, he's supposed to be a charismatic. He is a god of cities and spreading all this. So, like, Riker can be very serious and very by the books, if need be. Yep. And then he's also very charismatic and charming and suave. See, I don't picture Abadar Franks as, like, a young
4: that. person. Like, in my head, he's an older guy. Okay. No, he's...
3: I didn't look dollar. at this picture before I cast him, but I picked based on personality. Okay. Tom Cruise because <laughs> he's got charisma, but he also has like some weird hang-ups about stuff. <laughs> like Avatar has hang-ups about stuff, right? So, Tom Cruise.
4: I actually found an actor that I like but I think would do a good job. Okay. So, I got will improve
1: your view of Avatar.
4: I'm going to go with Michael Douglas. Huh. huh? I could see that. You know, he did that, you know, he did such a good job in that Wall Street movie, you know, the ambitious yeah. and everything like that. I could and he has that commanding's not the right word, but his voice seems huh. like it would suit Avatar. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, so Jordan. for me, uh, this is I think partially because I saw Aquaman recently. Uh, Patrick- Jason Momoa. <laughs>
0: oh, no. <laughs> no. no, Patrick Absolutely. Wilson. Okay, You're thinking of.
2: First off, no Erastal, but <laughs> uh-uh,
3: uh-uh.
0: <laughs>
2: Gorum, Gorum, Actually, Goram. Good. Anyway, uh, (laughs) Momoa will come up, but no. uh, So Patrick Wilson, who played Ocean Master. Mm
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like Patrick. I like Patrick Wilson. I've had a love affair with him since Phantom of the Opera. Uh,
2: And he beefed up for Aquaman, and he looks uh,
1: really good. I don't picture Uh, Avatar
3: as a buff deity. Well, he's got to go conquer those savages, so
1: he
0: needs to be beefy.
1: He's a warrior in, like, full plate beating down people. He is also the god of city guardsmen, militia, and the protection of civilization.
0: (laughs) So I picked one before I saw the picture. Um, so my before picture pick was George Clooney.
1: I could still okay. see that though. Okay. All yeah. right. Um, okay. Because I'm
0: like he just has the, he's very charismatic, but man, he could play. Sometimes like I, I remember him from his ER days where he was a bit of a of a doctor, but like you couldn't help but like him. Mm-hmm. And I, that's kind of how I imagine Abadar. Mm-hmm. After the picture, the moment you showed that, I did not see Jonathan Frakes. Don't get me wrong, I do love him. Xanatos forever. It's also true. <laughs> I love Gargoyles. I thought Nicolaj, uh Coster-Waldau. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. He plays Jamie Lannister. Ah, oh. uh, yes. Oh, uh, yeah.
3: Because yeah. the
0: moment you showed that picture, I was like, dude, it's season one Game of Thrones Jamie Lannister. <laughs> he um, is rugged, but I do
3: think I'm going to side with Patrick Wilson. That's ooh. where I'm going to go.
2: Ooh. Am I going to get one?
3: Because he's so clean cut. I, I do like, like Patrick Wilson. I have Wilson. no idea who that oh is. Oh my he's gosh. He's like Did you see... He was in The Conjuring. Oh,
0: Haunting I recognize him. Okay. Movie
3: yeah, he was in, he's in the, the Conjuring. Opera. conjuring.
1: conjuring. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: Conjuring. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I really like Patrick Wilson for it too. I could actually see that. Like
1: <laughs> I, I always see him as... Jonathan Franks, but I'm I'm actually a little bit more inclined for Jamie Lannister now.
0: Jamie Lannister is horrible, but I love the actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going with Jordan's
4: pick. Who's the, I've already forgotten the actor. Patrick. Scene. Patrick Wilson. Wilson. There you go. Oh, I got one. So, so, so
0: there's Avatar. And I, I won uh,
2: one of the castings.
0: Yeah, I think we should go ahead and post to those. See what people think. Oh, of and, course.
2: Uh, yeah. If you, you disagree there. with yeah. us and uh, you think it's Jonathan Franks, I mean, but feel free to do on the It mean, I, mean, I, I, I don't know if one. I'm
0: pronouncing it right, and I do apologize to the actor. Um, it, it's spelled with Jays. I'm sure he'll email us. I don't know if it's Waldo or Waldo. He he definitely listens to our
2: podcast.
0: (laughs) He might, you (laughs) know? (laughs) That's what he listens to before he goes to act. Uh, Yeah.
3: We psych him
2: up. Yeah, we psych him
0: up. (laughs) We love that guy. So, um, got uh, some uh, shout outs from uh, iTunes. So these are the people that have left us some awesome reviews. Thank you first for uh, Ben Active. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Ben. Thank you to JP21. Yes.
1: Thank you and a shout out to uh, Brian Lane Seven two three to both you and the other seven hundred and twenty-two Brian Lanes.
3: No, only they
2: reviewed us,
1: but not anybody. Who only came only that, if they also left us a review. Uh,
3: yeah. Shout out to Griffin Liffin for a baller name, but also a review on iTunes. And
2: a special shout out to Jesus was a socialist.
1: No comment.
4: We carry on. <laughs> Thank you for your <laughs> iTunes review.
1: Yes. Yes. Thank you, especially with for. I'll give the the Reviews Title Award to uh, Griffin Liffin for Awesome Trek to Osiris. Yeah. So like uh, nice.
3: Griffin Liffin, you win for Best Name and also Best Title.
1: I know that we didn't announce that there was a challenge for doing that, but there <laughs> nice. is. It's, bon- it's bonus points. <laughs> bonus points. You get two extra bonus You get box. your points.
3: Tell Tell your GM you get a hero point.
1: Does he not use hero points? Well, now he uses one.
0: All right. Well, that wraps us up for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to us ramble on about our uh, stuff. (laughs) Please keep the emails coming in. We really enjoy answering your questions and giving our opinions on stuff. And that's pretty much it. Thanks, fanfinef. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 pathfolk, <laughs> thanks for making fun of me the moment i screw <laughs> that <was> up <laughs> that's the love that's the magic of find oh. the path thank you pathfinders and we will see you next time
1: good pathfolk.
2: luck pathfinders pathfolk. it's so funny the when
0: pathfolk it- yes thank you pathfolk thank you
3: good couch i think for giving us yeah pathfolk, pathfolk folk is ouch. awesome <laughs> and our sarah If we are a gang, can we be like a nineteen fifties style, we snap our fingers and do dance moves. Leather
1: jackets and pompadours? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or wet stripes. I I Thor wanna right wear now. pinstripes. Okay, okay. Or the
3: gangs uh, in New York style is what
4: you're
0: thinking. Yes.
1: Or the gangs from Michael Jackson's Beat It video.
0: No. I was thinking no. outsiders <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Yeah, greasers, like yeah more like greasers and sociists. I don't want to be a Social though, they suck. Well, yeah, sociists kinda either, but whatever. Yeah,
1: anyway, Okay. So we'll anyway. start that from the beginning actually.